Welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. My name is Katie Christ, and in 2016, I wrote down in a journal that I was going to become unapologetically my best self. And my purpose is to help women do the same, whether that's overcoming body image issues, creating next level inner confidence, or up-leveling our emotional intelligence and sense of worth. I believe that by investing in and developing who we are, we can exponentially transform the world we live in. My mission is to create power and influence in the hands of women. These are conversations for those ready to rise. This is the Allured Life Podcast. <laughs> Let's go all in. All right. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. I am your host. What's my name now? I, if, if this is your first time listening to this podcast and you're like, why are you stumbling over your name? I got married. <laughs> I got married uh, in the beginning of February and this is my first podcast recording since coming back. Uh, but I still am in, in, I'm indecisive of whether or not I want to change my name uh, for my business side of things. Um, I was kind of playing around with, and, and again, this is Katie Christ originally now my last name is young doll uh originally i was i was talking to ryan i'm like it'd be kind of cool to have where it's katie christ is the business side of all the things and then i can create like a personal katie young doll name um and like use instagram and facebook how normal people use instagram and facebook um <laughs> where it's like i don't have to feel like i'm editing photos or putting things up there and are having to talk about business and or not talking about business and for people that don't like to i don't know hear about personal development but who wouldn't want to do that if you're my friend you're like yeah i love personal development um and then i'm going back and forth i'm like but i don't want to like i am all of it i am Ryan's wife. I am Katie, my old self too. I am Katie, the businesswoman. I'm Katie, the entrepreneur. I'm Katie, who's obsessed with personal development. So like, why would I separate those two things? Like it's all. So then I was like, Hmm, like maybe I do keep it and transition it to, and then I was playing around with, what if I go by Katrin young doll? Like, that's what my my business is. Uh, cause everybody knows me, all my, my friends and family, they, they know me by Katie, but my real name is actually Katrin. Uh, <laughs> funny story, actually, when we were getting married, um, I I wanted the priest. So we got married in a Catholic ceremony. Uh, and I, I told the priest the night before who he's known our family for years. Um, he, he asked, he was like, hey, Katie, like, do you want to go by Katie or your real name? And I was like, you know what? Like, this is a, it's a formal thing. Let's go by my real name or yeah, my real name. And so during the ceremony, though, he called me Caitlin. <laughs> he was like, Caitlin, do you take Ryan? <laughs> and in that moment, I was like, okay, I can't, I don't want to like sit there and say Katrin to seem like I'm correcting him. But then at the same time, I'm like, let's just, I'm going with Katie. So I like loudly said, I Katie, <laughs> take you Ryan. <laughs> um, so if anybody's listening to this, I was at my wedding. If you noticed that, let me know. I'd I don't know if it like came through or not. Um, but yeah, I'm married now. So this is Katie Chris slash Katie Chris Young Doll slash Katrin Young Doll slash we will see what I decide. I'm actually I have some boss mode contemplative 
um, sitting time scheduled for this afternoon after um, a couple of coaching calls. So I'm going to sit, that's kind of on the, on the agenda. The agenda is to just kind of sit and contemplate and really feel into that. Uh, and if you are like, what the heck is a boss mode, Katie? What's the boss energetics? The last, maybe not the last three, the last four out of three, last five out of three, actually, I talked about this new kind of trifecta of looking at the boss, the badass, and the goddess. And I'm going to continue. I'm actually in the in the midst of creating a new masterclass called the Elixir that's talking about the boss, the badass, and the goddess in terms of more or less of kind of when I first started talking about it, it was about really planning your year. Um, I was in the process of of launching Invested, the Resolution Rebellion, where we truly planned all of 2023. And we looked at it in a different lens that I've never, never done before. And I'm loving it, loving, loving, loving it. This was the the ability for me to actually come back from taking two weeks off of work, not looking at anything, no social media other than like I posted reels of our honeymoon, which was really, really fun. No social media, no email, no nothing. And when I came back in the past, in the past, I've never taken off ever because I've always felt like I needed to plug in. But this time I really set up my calendar and my to-do list and what my badass has to do and what my bot, like the boss times and the goddess, like where I came back and I felt so dang supported. It truly was like doing invested is a very, it's a very badass kind of, again, energetically and actually too badass program of setting myself up so that like my it was almost like Katie, the badass Katie is my own personal assistant that like truly when I came back, I was like, all right, personal assistant, tell me what I have to do now. And what was amazing too, is when I came back, I started my period and I've committed to this year of whenever my period comes, it's to just truly surrender and listen to my body. And so it really was like three weeks of not truly like quote unquote working. Cause I planned in my schedule. I was like, okay, on a sticky note, it was a to-do was to surrender your to-do list. <laughs> so I did. And in the process of that, this whole week, this was kind of like a surrendering week. I created and not from feeling like I have to push to work. I created a new program. I created a new masterclass. I like it was one of my most productive works without actually quote unquote working. Um, so that's neither or that's just kind of a tangent of what I've been at, where I've been, what my mindset is, what's coming. Um, but what this podcast I want to be about because I planned it and I want to talk about it. And I was back and forth of whether or not I wanted to talk about it before my wedding or after my wedding. And I chose after my wedding because I wanted it to be in hindsight of how I felt on my wedding. And this is all about my wedding dress. <laughs> this is how I felt in my wedding dress. This is all about body image. This is all about weight loss. This is all about how you feel looking in a certain way in quote unquote, what so many people have said, like, this is the biggest day of your life. Bullshit. Little bullshit. But at the same time too, it was a lot. So let's go, let's go back. Let's rewind. I loved my wedding dress. And 
my wedding dress brought up a lot of emotions about body image for me and not feeling confident in my body whatsoever in the process of going through the fitting process and the process of choosing a dress in the process of truly it was the fitting aspect of it all, but it actually started with picking out a dress too. Uh, so what happened? And again, I felt, I felt so confident in my wedding dress. So I loved it. I love my wedding dress. I can't wait. I'm actually probably going to surprise Ryan and like on our first year, get back into my wedding dress. Uh, I think that'd be kind of fun. Like every, like the first year and maybe every five years or so, like just put it on. Uh, it is. So let's, where do I even start? Okay. Let's start with, I actually bought a wedding dress that wasn't the dress that I had for my wedding. (laughs) So back in, we went, so fun fact, me and my sister got engaged a week apart. (laughs) My mom was like, what the heck are you doing to me? Katie and Jojo? Like what the heck? Uh, so a week apart. So we went and I I actually scheduled for her in um, January of 2022 um, a dress fitting. I was like, we got to get going because she's she's more she was more like, it's OK. Like I just I'll order a dress off of uh, Revolve like it'll be it's fine. We're just going to like I want it super low. Key. I'm like, no, you're going to have at least the experience of going and trying on dresses and we'll see what happens. So we scheduled her uh, dress fitting and Jojo is just. She, I love my sister and she is the most beautiful woman in the world. She, we have different body types. She's tall, slender, like legs for days. I'm, I'm tall. I'm like five, eight. She's five, nine, five, ten. She's like six foot five, basically. Uh, <laughs> and so every dress on her looked amazing. And I remember sending her actually a picture of a dress. And I'm like, Oh, you should really, really try this on. Um, and so she tried it on. She, she had like her fitting was, it was so much fun to go through her fit, her like dress fitting and trying on dresses and getting into the vibe. And it, cause it really was the first time my mom, my sister and I all did something quote unquote wedding related. So we're like, oh my gosh, this is fun. Uh, so we got her dress. Amazing. A month later is when I went and did my dress fitting or my not dress fitting, trying on dresses for the first time. And I was like, I want to, like my two best friends were going to be in town. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Okay. I'm going to invite them. So it was my two best friends, my mom my and my sister and me. And we go on a Saturday. If any brides are listening to this, do not go dress fitting on a Friday or a Saturday. Don't do it. Like figure out a time, take off work. Because if you're anything like me, there were so many so many people around and I get overwhelmed with, I'm a little bit more of an introvert. <laughs> and so I get overwhelmed when there's like a lot of people, a lot of things happening, a lot of moving parts, a lot of voices happening, a lot of like loud noises or people looking like at me, if I'm walking through the room, like it was just, it was a lot, it was a lot, a lot, a lot. So if like recommendation number one for, and I will actually, there's a couple of recommendations that I have. Number one, go and get your dress if possible with your work schedule, take a day off Monday through Thursday and find time then. (laughs) Cause it'll be, it'll be so much more attentive to you. There'll be less like people around. Also the dresses available will be available for you. So that was one 
part of just like, there was so, there was a lot going on. So I was getting overstimulated quite quickly. Um, also, <laughs> I love my best friends. I love them so much. They're my biggest hype squad, like truly. And two, I feel like they weren't the best to have at a dress, like trying on dresses. Cause it was every single dress. They're like, Oh my gosh, you look so good. Oh my gosh. Look at your butt. Oh, like that looks amazing. Like, which find some friends that are like this. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And it made me so confused. Very, very confused. And it made me kind of the people are pleaser in me was like, I don't, I don't know how I feel anymore. Cause I kept kind of taking what they were saying and be like, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, like maybe I do like this or like this fit is a little bit different. Like, and I'm, and here's the thing about myself. I'm a manifesting generator with a sacral authority, um, where it's just me that when I make decisions, I can make decisions by myself. Like that's, that's the best way for me to, for me to make decisions is to truly sit with it by myself and coming from a neutral spot and saying yes or no. And for me, it's either, it truly is, it's a hell yes. Or if it's like, even if it's a maybe, maybe for me, or eh, I don't know, that's a no for me. Which when I am by myself, when I'm again at that level of, for so sacral authority, I need to be at a level of indifference being in the shopping experience for me, my level of emotional state was already kind of heightened because it is, it, there's excitement going on. There's a lot of people going on. And so like, I didn't have a centeredness to my own decision-making. And so when I was feeling, when I, like, I couldn't, I couldn't feel then the hell yes, the yes, or the eh, was a no. Because when I felt like a, eh, my hype squad over there would be like, it looks amazing. And it like shifted how I thought. So this, again, this is all coming from a lot of personal development work that I've done about my own finding how I make the best decisions for me. And I didn't do it in this instance whatsoever. One, because I just, I didn't know this information. I've learned this in the last year and a half. I didn't know. And so I ended up getting Jojo actually was like, Hey, remember this dress that you had me try on? Remember I, I said that I, I sent her this one dress that I thought would look stunning on her, which it did, but she didn't choose it. It was a little bit thicker of a material and she was getting married in July. So Jojo was like, hey, why don't you try this on? And I tried it on and it was a, like, I was like, Hmm, I like and so I got it. I pulled the trigger. I was like, and my mom was like, you do not have to buy a dress, Katie. Like, like this is a lot going on. Like, you do not have to. And I was like, I'm, no, like I said, like, this was a, it was a good dress for Jojo. Like if I, if I liked it when I sent it to Jojo, why would I do it now? Okay, go. Got the dress, took the picture that said like, I got the dress. And then I want to say 24 hours later. I kept looking at the pictures of this dress and I was like, oh God, beautiful dress. And it looked great on me, honestly. But 
I kept looking and zooming in. And this dress was a chiffon dress, I believe, material. So it, and it had a low back. And there was no amount of spanks that would have covered up that cellulite that I saw. And once I saw that cellulite, once I saw those crevices of this fabric forming onto my thighs, I could not unsee it. I couldn't. And I remember being up at night for hours looking at this dress, looking at these pictures and being like, this is not how I want to feel getting a dress for my wedding. If anybody knows my story, they'd know like I started off in the health and wellness industry because of body image perception, because of a lot of negative body image perception that I had about myself, about my journey of finding, okay, why, why, like what causes this in, in me and what can I do to change it and fix it? And the biggest thing was just kind of being in grad school and realizing that appearance-based motivation for my health was not the type of focus that I could have because it was actually detrimental towards my well-being, detrimental towards my ability to continue making wellness behaviors a habit. My, It was detrimental towards my continuation of exercise behavior. It actually increased the constraint that I felt with exercise behavior. Like all this stuff I, I was researching and I found the science that backed it up. And I was like, okay, I fit into that box of those women that were studied. That's me. Oh no. So I did so much work and I, what was it? I graduated with my master's degree in 2020, had a thesis on body image in 2020 that I defended and it was 2022. And I was sitting up in the middle of the night, zooming in on myself and my body. I was so disappointed with myself. God, I was so, I was so sad because I was like, I have not worked this hard on my physical health, my nutrition, and on my mental and emotional health to feel like this right now. And so for me right there, I was like, you know what? Like, screw this. It's not, this isn't me. Therefore, like this, this dress is, is bringing back an old version of me. It's triggering me in some way. I can't do the dress. Can't do it. Nope. Okay. So I went back on that Monday and was like, I am so sorry. Like I'm going to be that bride who says I bought the wrong dress. Help me. <laughs> I was so apologetic. I was like, I, like, I cannot believe that I did this. Like, oh my God, I don't know what they're like, just help and so they're like, it's okay. Don't worry. It's only been three days. If this would have been like three months in, then we would have had a problem. So I had the best wedding dress consultant. It was just me and her on a, is there a Monday morning or a Tuesday morning? I cannot even remember. It was just us. And it was the greatest thing ever. Cause it truly was, we would get on a dress. I'd put it on and I'd be like, nope. Okay. Take it off. I would put on another dress. Nope. Okay. Take it off. I put on another dress. Eh, maybe. Okay. We'll keep it. We'll put it on the hanger and then put on another dress and eh, nope. Okay. Take it off. Put on another dress. Ooh, I like this. Okay. Put it on the hanger. And then we had the two and she was like, you know what? Let's put on the old dress. How do you feel? I'm like, eh, I like the other one better. Okay. Take it off. Take that out of the room. Like it truly was like, boom, 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 boom. So easy. So much fun. And then I got it down to two dresses. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to call my mom. My mom came. 
she saw two dresses and then I was like truly made the decision like that and my mom even was like ah like I feel like I like the other one and I'm like nope like this one and then my mom and then my mom like felt how confident I was she's like you know what I love this dress because it was it was the two dresses were like one was my dress it had a removable skirt and so then it was like I didn't it had like that it was like two dresses in one and so it had like my mom always said she envisioned me in a ball gown dress and I was like oh there's no way I'm wearing a ball gown dress so like I cannot I cannot I cannot dance in that no I could not sit in that for longer than an hour no but then having this huge train, it made it look like a ball gown dress for the ceremony. And then I took it, took it off and it was just a simple white dress. And that was all I wanted. I was like, I want to feel like a bride, but also have a dress that people aren't looking at the dress. They're looking at me. Like I'm wearing the dress, not the dress isn't like wearing me. I am. I am what matters. That was my intention. And that's what I felt that day when I said, hell yes, to my wedding dress. And then how the dress fitting goes is they take a whole bunch of measurements of you. And for my body type, I am like three sizes bigger in the booty (laughs) compared to the top. So I ordered a size. Was it a size? I think it was a size 12 on the on the bottom, I think. 14 or 12. I think it was 12. And then I'm a size six on the top. So a little bit of a discrepant, right? That's four. So yeah, 12, 10, eight, four. Yeah. Six. I mean, (laughs) so there's like four, is that four different sizes in a different, is that, is that what makes up the, I'm a six, I'm a 12, am I four? Is that, I don't know. Okay. neither there like here nor there um so there had to be some alterations happening up on the top for sure uh oh my gosh though this process it wasn't fun it wasn't fun the first day when they were like your dress is in i'm like yay okay so I went in, I'd say in, I think it was in October was when I had my, I like got my dress and they, they fitted it, fitted it to me. And I, one of my best friends said, she was like, oh my, like they fit it and it's going to like it, you get your dress altered to your body and it just like, it forms perfectly to your body. So that was my expectation. I was like, okay, like this dress is going to be perfect on me. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And so the first time we were getting the dress, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You pin that. You pin it, girl. Uh, <laughs> and then I'd say it was a, a month later, maybe. So November. And I got the dress. And I don't even like. It was. A lot had to be done on the top part. Because, and and honestly, it, it might not have had to have been that first fitting. But the moment I got that dress on, on, and the moment it zipped up, 
I don't, I do not know if it was me that pointed it out or if it was the seamstress or the woman helping me or my mom. I don't know. Somebody did. I think it was me actually. Who was like, I feel like it's like really tight on my chest and like, like, I don't, I don't like this, like this, this effect that was happening, which we all know, we know, we all know women when you have a too tight, tight of a top, you get, you're squeezing your boobs and a little boob falls over a little bit. Right. And your arms kind of go in and like that little armpit things over there, they, they come out and you notice it. I'm like, I, like, oh, I, I really don't, I don't, I don't like this. Like, I feel like it, it either needs to be higher or, or we, well, something, something has to happen. Something, something's got to go. And so I think you, I think it was me who pointed it out. Um, and then the seamstress said, oh, what did she say? She was like, oh yeah, we call that, uh, we call that armpit or no. Yeah. The dreaded armpit fat. We all know that name. We all know it. We all know the name. We've all called it that. But when someone called it out on me, I've never heard it explained and pointed out on my body other than what it was in my brain saying it. And when someone pointed it out to me, I don't know. I don't know what happened. That's all I could see after that. That's all I could feel after that. And then the, and then they were talking and truly looking back, I don't even know like what the order was, but it was like, okay, you have armpit fat here. And then as I think seamstresses do, they look at your body and they say, okay, this needs to be like, this needs to be tightened up here. This needs to go over here. Okay. You have a little bit there. You have to, but in this, in this instance, it was, oh, you have armpit fat here. Okay. Also, when you go and you put on your, your back, your, your dress, they were like, okay, make sure that you have somebody to swipe your back fat so that your back fat isn't being showing. Okay. And then when I'm asking about the, the, the dress being a little bit, I was like, I think it's too tight. Cause I don't like this look. They're like, nope, you just have to pull your shoulders back. And like, that's how you're going to do it. And then they're looking at me and saying like, okay, like actually you have to lift the ladies up. Like one of your ladies is a little bit smaller than the other lady. And then looking at the butt part, they're like, oh, okay. You, like make sure that you have the real spanks, not like the fake spanks. You need the real spanks so that you don't see the seams lines and you don't see like the creases that's happening. And then my mom was pointing out like, what about this crease? What about that crease? And like, just, it was, remember when I said I get overstimulated when there's a lot going on? I got overstimulated. And then after that, all I could think about was armpit fat. All I, that's all I could think about. That's all I could see. My mom was taking some pictures of me and she sent them to me. And again, I was sitting there zooming in, zooming in, looking at this, not liking my dress, not liking me. And I was like, I have done so much work on myself, Katie. What is going on here? (sighs) Like, what is going on here? And I realized the biggest thing that I was really ashamed of, because again, I'm, I'm a wellness coach. 
I've helped women lose weight to feel good about themselves, to feel in alignment with like good intentions for what they want in their body and in their health and in their wellness and in their like emotional state of being, of working on happiness, of working on self-worth. And I'm like, and I'm not there. So I was so disappointed in myself. I felt like such a fraud. I felt like such a goddamn fraud. Of like on a day that I want to be like me. Remember when I said like I I want I wanted a dress that when I put on that dress I was me. And as I'm getting this dress fitted to me, I couldn't stop picking apart me. And the realization comes after in hindsight. So we kept, we kept kind of going out the dress. We kept going out the dress. I, I, I asked, I was like, okay, well, what if we put like, we had some leftover fabric from when they took the dress in. Um, and they actually also removed part of the, tr- part of the long train. They kind of trimmed it up. Um, so we had some extra fabric. So I was like, you know what, what if we put like kind of some sleeves on it? Um, and they put some sleeves on it. I, I did not like it with the sleeve. It was like a, a you know, like those cold shoulder straps. I would like, I had a strapless dress, but then the sleeve went all the way around the dress. So it's like I had a cold shoulder, kind of a strap going around me. Did that. Didn't like the way that, that looked. Um, and then we ended up actually kind of using that strap. And then I added a piece of fabric on top. Um, so then I had a little bit of fabric kind of coming up a little bit more on my chest, so it wasn't so low. Um, so I had a little bit more fabric kind of cover, covering up or coming up. Um, and then it kind of balanced out too. I had this really cool um, belt that was with the dress as well. So it kind of balanced out the two. Uh, when they did that, I loved it. 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 <laughs> and at the same time too. <laughs> When I went and did that, like, I think it was the last fitting with that part. Um, I had my hair trial that day. Um, and I had my dress, my, the hair that I had was going to wear. And I put my dress on and the seamstress was like, is that how you're going to wear your hair? And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) like, do not point something else out. Like, stop it. (laughs) And so I felt beautiful on my wedding day and I love my dress. And I love the way my body looked in that dress. Truly. I got some pictures back. I got some videos back. I loved it. And so I want to talk about what changed from when I was up at night. Cause again, there was two, there was more than two instances, but two major instances. The first time that I got that first dress that I was up, like truly, I think I was up till three in the morning, zooming in, zooming in, zooming in, freaking out, crying. And there was another time that I was zooming in, zooming in, zooming in of my current dress, like being like, Oh my gosh, like what is going on here? Like, is it my body? Is it, do I need to change? Do I need to change my body or do I need to change my dress or what is happening here? So I want to talk about what I consciously did intentionally to reframe my mindset going in so that when I got that dress on, on my wedding day, I wanted to be me, the best version of me, the one that I've been working so dang hard the past, like what, four years now 
of intentionally working on personal development, working on my health, working on my mindset, working on my physical, like physical body, mental, like all, all the things, all the things, what did I consciously choose to do? Number one is I consciously chose, I am not going to change I'm not going to drastically change my diet or my exercise routine to combat the feelings about my negative body. So I was so intentional of, because in the past, I've had this where I've, I've gotten a bridesmaid's dress and I'm like, Ugh. and even for, I think in one of my best friend's wedding, I remember having her wedding date was like, the day that like three months, like earlier, I said, okay, I have three months to get in shape for this wedding. So I was doing like hard, high intensity interval trainings. I was trying to eat the smoothies, eat the green salads, eat like all the things I, I had that day. I know myself that when I focus, when the body transformation is the goal, I feel worse about my body in the process of it. So I knew that my wedding day I wanted to feel my best self. So I knew from past failed trials that the I, I could not sit there and say, in four weeks, I have four weeks to lose this amount of pounds. I have four weeks to really just like go all in on my diet, go all in on my exercise. Because I knew that when that four weeks came, I'd feel worse about my body than when I did now. I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm letting that happen. So I was intentional of saying, I am not going to drastically change my nutrition, drastically change how I'm eating, drastically change my exercise routine to feel like I'm in a last sprint to my wedding. Did not do that. I think truly, actually, (laughs) after like two of the trials that I had, two of the fittings, the first time I went and got a Culver's milkshake and the second time, the second morning, Ryan got me a cinnamon roll the next morning. (laughs) Um, I actually posted it on my Instagram stories and I think, and I, uh, the day before I told my, uh, sister-in-law about, I was like, had another thing where they called out my back fat. And then she saw that I had a cinnamon roll and she was like, heck yeah, Katie. Uh, so that was number one was I was so intentional of not like overhauling everything. And I, number two is I was like, okay, let's do the things that make you feel good. Katie, what makes you feel good? And so that was water. (laughs) If anything, I was just like, cause this is actually what I did. Um, way, way back when I first started my health, um, kind of really taking it seriously. The number one thing that I did, was water intake. So I was like, okay, if anything, I'm just going to focus on water (laughs) making sure I'm as hydrated as possible as I can be. Um, so again, I didn't change what I was eating. I didn't change how I was moving my body. Those are habits that I've already had that are pretty consistent, pretty, pretty, like, I I feel pretty good about where I'm at. Um, I'm going to be leveling up, uh, 
based on some things that I want to be kind of testing out new program that I want to be launching. But at the time before my wedding, those, those first three, those last three months, I felt really, really good of the consistency around my nutrition, the consistency about my exercise routine. So the consistency around my nutrition was that like I was eating to feel full. I was eating high energy foods. I talk about that in the total transformation system. Um, I was eating foods based on my cycle. Um, that's been a really, really main focus for me is cycle syncing. Uh, and I was eating, what was it? Oh, I was just, I I was just eating for energy. Really? I wasn't trying. I, I, and that's one of the things I'm really proud about is that for my wedding, I didn't drastically change my diet. I'm really proud of myself. Uh, cause I, on, you know, on Facebook, you know, on Instagram, like right now, my Facebook and Instagram have been flooded because it's been on my mind and I've been clicking on it of things about like wedding. <laughs> it's like these wedding trends, these wedding dresses, this is like everything right now. If you look on like the, the random scrolls or the, um, time, not the timelines, the, I don't even know what they're called right now. Uh, but it's all, it's either weddings or it's golden retriever puppies <laughs> or house. Cause that's what happened last six months. I got a puppy, we got a house and I'm planning a wedding. So that's what I'm looking at. And that's what Facebook and Instagram's like, Ooh, she likes these things. But a lot of the stuff with weddings was like looking a certain way. And I'm really, really proud of not doing that. So exercise or nutrition stay the same exercise. Also, um, I've, I cycle sync my, my workouts. And so I've really been focusing on the times during my follicular phase. I do a little bit more higher intensity trainings when I'm ovulating. I do more or yeah, more high intensity as well. Then during the luteal phase, kind of start to taper off, really focusing more on that 30 minutes, not going over that. Cause that increases your cortisol levels. Um, especially since I was already stressed out as much as was with wedding planning. I was like, let's not increase cortisol levels to increase the stress. Uh, and then during the menstruation was really slowing down and doing more yoga or just focusing on walks. Walks was the big thing. So really being so intentional of saying, I'm not going to drastically change my nutrition and exercise, which I would have done in the past. <clears throat> that was a huge win in and of itself of Again, remember my intention was my wedding. I want to feel like the best version of me. And I don't think the best version of me would have overhauled or put herself in a sprint to change how she looked. So that was number one. And I'm really dang proud of myself for sticking with that because it was every, every session they were point, they like just they sang the term back fat or arm fat or like sell like they just it, they pointed out everything on me and I think it's their job I think I don't I don't I mm, I think it's the seamstress job to notice it but I think they I think they could be using different terminology different rhetoric around that different communication styles. Because here's the thing, like, I I am not overweight. I'm not out of shape. Uh, like, 
I have a body that has like some curve, but there's so many women that have bigger curves. There's so many women that look differently than me. And the thing that I know too is I could have been, I could have been, I could have looked like Jojo. And like Jojo has such a beautiful body. And like, if these women are saying this to me and point out my bat, like they, they could have pointed out to somebody that like does not need to lose weight whatsoever. And that could have, if like, if they didn't have the type of education or uh, literate, like media literacy or like have worked so dang hard on their own body image, on their own self-worth that I've done. And if you would have said that to them, calling out their back fat or calling out their their arm fat and just saying that word, it put me in a trigger state and I've done so much work. But if you would have said that to somebody that did not do the work, what kind of body dysmorphia did you just put them in? What kind of trigger state have you put them and them into spiraling. I don't know if they felt more comfortable saying this to me because like, I'm not, I, I, I like, I don't know. I don't know why they said it to me, but if it triggered me and again, maybe it did trigger me because I, like, I, I don't have this thing figured out, but I don't think I'm the, I don't think I'm not the only one out there that doesn't have these triggers. And I've done so much goddamn work on myself to not feel bad about my body. And if they would have said that, if I know that they probably said that to, to somebody, regardless of what body shape that they have, regardless. So that's, I think that's the biggest thing that I'm pissed off about. Actually, when I look back in hindsight, it's not about how they talk to me. It's not about like them being right or wrong of how they talk to me about it. It's not about like, like it's not that, but it's just like, the worrisome that I have that these kind of conversations could be occurring to somebody that is on the brink of going into a body dysmorphia, like, like just going down that spiral. And that's what pisses me off the most about this. And I will get off my tangent on that. I don't even know. Like that just kind of came out of nowhere. (laughs) I think the biggest focus that did help me though again if you're going through this or if you've struggled with body image perception if you've struggled with how you feel if you've struggled with self-confidence self-worth the biggest priority that I put the biggest focus was really again leaning into what I've started to learn is my inner goddess (laughs) which I know sounds like fluff. I know that sounds like, but it really is just sitting there and being like, I right now being happy, worthy, loved as I am now. And that's the goddess version of me, the goddess version of me, this energetic side of me, the energy of goddess Katie She is, she is the one. She's the it girl without having to change anything about herself. She, she just is, she's the one. She's magic. She's the one who Ryan fell in love. Like she is the, everything that I ever want to be and everything that I am. 
she is perfect and imperfect, but walking with it all in the most magical way as like there's a, there's an energy behind that of the goddess version of everybody and we all have it and so the best thing that I did to help kind of really combat this self-deprecating looking at myself picking apart my body allowing outside voices to come in and change my level of self-worth, change my level of self-confidence, reroute how I feel about myself was bringing and prioritizing the goddess version of myself and stepping into her. So stepping into her, allowing space for her and truly stepping into how I wanted to feel on my wedding day and bringing that into the now, bringing her in right now, feeling into her right now. Not, not saying I have to lose weight to feel like her. I have to change how this dress looks to look like her or feel like her. It was like, no, it's not about the way that I look. It's how I feel as her now. And the biggest part of that was just like understanding this energy energy of who the goddess is for me and bringing her into like intentionally choosing her now right now finding gratitude into my body now that's what the god like even just explaining this it sounds weird (laughs) and it sounds it's almost too simple to be true but it like It's the simple things. It's the little things that make the most quantum leaps in how we feel about ourselves. Quantum leaps in our life. Think of it as a relationship of like my your relationship with a partner. It's the little things, the little moments of every single day of how they talk to you, how they treat you, how they look at you that makes the relationship a love story for the ages. It's not about what they get you on your birthday. It's not about the surprise Valentine's Day like thing that they did. It's not about the Christmas presents that are grandiose. It's not about the trips that they plan for you. If you don't have the little focus moments, the little things that matter, all that is bullshit, right? If you're going, if you have a relationship where there's not love every single day, where there's not little little words of affirmation or little looks or laughters, moments, tiny little, little moments, then the big things, the big things, the grandiosis, the grand gestures, they land flat. They feel fake. They feel manipulative. And but And that's what we're doing with our body. The grand gesture of saying, I'm going to lose 20 pounds for to fit into this wedding dress. I'm going to completely transform the way that my arms look so that I look good in this wedding dress. They fall flat, whether you get them or not. They fall flat if you get them and you still haven't worked on like the actual mindset part of everything, the self-worth, confidence part. Or you don't get there and it like it feels awful. Because look at my story. The same thing happened. I got one dress. 
zooming in on the zooming on the cellulite of my butt. Wasn't even looking at my arms. I got another dress zooming in on my arms. Still felt bad about my body. The same thing happened. I sat there and said, the dress is, the dress is wrong. Got to change the dress. Okay, cool. Then I got into the dress. I'm like, oh shit, got to change my body. But I didn't. I was intentional about that because that's a grand gesture that without the little moments of bringing in that goddess version of me, the one that feels worthy now, has confidence now, is happy now, is in love with herself now, goddess Katie that's in us right now. I could have lost the weight, had that grand gesture, and it would have, I, I truly do believe it would have fell flat. I would have looked at the zits on my face or my hair that like the hair triggered that the lady said the last time, like, oh, you're going to wear your hair like that. That would have triggered like something would have something else would have came up or it still would have been like, oh, the like the arm fat. It's a little bit smaller, but like not small enough. I still see it. There's a little crease where you bend your arm because we bend our arms. We can have creases. And so that's it's just like. What can you do? You, I can't tell you, this is the, this is, these are the characteristics of the goddess version of you. I can't tell you that. And I know some of you are going to sit there and be like, okay, well, how do you bring the goddess in? That's the wrong question. You just do it. Just sit there and contemplate. Cabby. That was four times in this podcast recording that Cabby is, and I've tested out different times of recording a podcast and every single time she does the exact same thing in and out four times. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like I was saying before, I, all you have to do to find your goddess self is to sit and ask her to reveal herself to you. That's it. Just sit there and be like, Hey, who are you? <laughs> and there's, I've done, again, it's, yes, it's that simple. And at, at the same time too, it's just asking her to come to you in different ways as well too. I've done meditations. I've done journaling prompts. I've just sat there and just imagined who she is and whatever comes to you, that's correct. And that's good. And that's right. And that's what should be. And that's seeing her. And it is, it's just like, there isn't anything that you have to transform right now to be her. You you can be her right now. Just ask and say, what are you going to do today? What does she do? And start doing it. Because if you feel like you always have to do something, to be something, to get something, that will always be a thing. You'll always feel like you're just like a little, like a millimeter away from success for a lifetime. And that's a lifetime of just being a millimeter away, but still not feeling enough. So bring her in now. And I promise you it's, it's not, again, look at the relationship. You don't see somebody smile at you one time. You're like, you are the love of my life. It's again and again, of Ryan smiling at me in a certain way of talking with him of being with him, of learning about him, of accepting him. And that's what created our love story. That created the love of my life. And so that's like, goddess you. Talk with her. Smile at her. Let her in. Let her see the things about you. 
that you aren't so proud about. But let her still love you no matter what. And that's how you create love with yourself. Cause it's like, you're, everyone talks about how do you find self-love? Oh, you have to find your, you have to love yourself. But it's like, for me, it was just, I couldn't do that because I couldn't be like, I don't, I don't love myself right now. I look myself in the mirror. I'm like, I don't like this. Or I look at how unproductive I was. I'm like, I don't like this. And so this is why I love these trifecta energy types or, or archetypes. And just looking at like, these are the best versions of me. So let me spend time with them and let me fall in love with them. And there's still me. There's a me that's the goddess. And then there's the flips. There's the out of powered goddess that I talked about too, the baby goddess. That's the one that I'm like, I don't really like her that much. But it's still, I, I, I am spending time with baby goddess and understanding why she is the way that she is. And I'm loving her as well too. I'm spending time with my badass self, my boss self. And I'm also like spending time and looking at and getting to know my outer powered, out of powered boss my outer powered badass. These are the versions when you just say, okay, I want to love myself, but you're like, I don't, I don't like myself. It's helpful to just kind of separate the different energy, like the different archetypes that are you and spend time with it and understand, okay, the part of me that's like not showing up, oh, that's the outer powered badass. Okay. What, what's going on that's making her not so be so like, be so great at showing up or following through like, oh, okay. Okay. I get it. Oh, little out of power but like you're just trying your best little one and that's how you find self-love that's it i spent time with my goddess and i got to love her and i asked her to come play with me like i i just i let her in i dated my goddess self intentionally in, in the form of like, I am going to fall in love with you and we are going to, oh my gosh, on that day. So spend time with me. Let's get there together. And on my wedding day, I, it was the best day ever. So that's what I have for you. Uh, if you are, if you're sitting here, just not liking who you are, not liking the way that you look, not liking the way that you act, not liking the things that you've done. It's not about these huge grand gestures of completely losing the weight of completely trans like it's not about these major things that you have to do or change. It's the little thing. It's just spent truly it's spending time with you. Goddess you, boss you, badass you. Or whatever archetype feels good for you if you just have to say okay my best version of myself it's just spending time with you understanding you loving on you pulling her in and it's the small things it really is the small things so that's all i have for you this week you know it's a little bit of a tangent i hope you got something out of this if if you found this helpful i would love it if you would share this with a friend or share this on social media and tag me in it. Otherwise, I hope the rest of the week and your day takes your breath away. All right, I love you. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening. 
My goal is to help as many women listening. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your friends. Or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Don't forget, if you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Kitty Crest. See you back here next week.